Detroit today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for being here. Tomorrow is a critical day for the future of mass transit in the southeast Michigan region. The Regional Transit Authority is going to hold an up-or-down vote on its master plan to improve public transportation in Metro Detroit. The vote was delayed after Oakland County Executive L. Brooks Patterson and Macomb County Executive Mark Hackle raised some last-minute concerns about the plan. Joining me now to talk about those concerns is Mark Hackle, the Macomb County Executive. Mark, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Steve. Thanks yeah. So let's start with uh, with what what your issues are with the plan that is supposed to go before voters. Yeah, if I, if I could first start off by saying, you know, there's no question about it. And I remember even when Dave Payne was uh, the mayor at the time um, at the Economic Club lunch, and I was the one up on the dais saying we need regional transit for all the reasons everybody keeps uh, reiterating, you know, talking about moving people to and from their workplaces, seniors to, you know, their doctor visits and making sure we get, uh, you know, kids to school and provide transportation for those that don't have it. Um, everybody is on the same page with that. The problem is, is when you look at the details and the question is, okay, are we all going to have an equal voice moving forward into all the funding issues? And right now, as it stands, the answer is no. I want to compare it to what we're seeing with Cobo. Cobo today is a great example of regional collaboration and cooperation and everybody having a fair voice, one that's going to be heard, and uh, we all have to uh, agree upon decisions that are being made moving forward. And there has been one concern about Cobo. In fact, I think you're seeing that it's probably one of the, the best convention centers and how well it's run uh, in, in the entire country. The Great Lakes Water Authority, not so. Why? Because there's not that equal voice. And right now there's so many concerns uh, about the actual Great Lakes Water Authority and rates and how come we're paying for Highland Park's debt and uh, you know, a multitude of other concerns that we don't have an equal voice in. And that was rushed through. We were forced to make that decision in a time frame that if we didn't agree to do it, that the governor of the state of Michigan was going to get our voice or our vote from Macomb County. And so that being in the memorandum of understanding was upsetting, but it forced me to say, okay, we're going to have to pass this thing. Otherwise, the governor of the state of Michigan is going to have Macomb County's voice, and that's not fair. That's just not right. So now we sit at the table knowing that we can be outvoted. Well, that is not going to happen because currently so, so you have explain, to have two yeah. county to put this on a ballot. Explain, explain, the, explain what you mean by having a voice. I mean, the, the legislature set up the, the terms by which this board, this regional transit authority board, would, would be able to make decisions, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and how does that work? Well, currently right now, these decisions, before it actually comes to the vote of the people, uh, you have to have the vote uh, of, of at least um, one of the people from each county. Right. They have to vote to support putting this on the ballot. And your, yeah. and, and your objection to that is what? It is after that day that we decide that we can go ahead and put this on the ballot. That's no longer the case. Right. Meaning that even if I have the two people that are members of the board here in Macomb County voting against a funding issue moving forward, uh, and there's deals made with other counties or communities that say, you know what, now it's okay, let's leave uh, Macomb County out of this, but a large share of the uh, the funds that we have available for projects are going to go elsewhere. You know, you, you take care of us here, we'll take care of you there. Uh, you can be outvoted because of politics, and that's just unacceptable. And, and the way not- you would like to have it is that is that each each county would have essentially a veto, right? Uh, over Yes. There has to be at least one member from each one of the municipalities that has to support whatever those initiatives are. So that's a fair, true, regional solution to whatever the decisions are that are that are moving forward. So that, you know, if there's give and take and there has to be, okay, you know what, we've got to, you've got to make uh, sure Macomb County gets something out of the money that's being collected from the entire region, 
uh, we got to make sure that we're satisfying the needs of each one of these communities before anything moves. And uh, that's that's how it should be done. Yeah. So again, I go back to the Cobo model. So and the question becomes, why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, the, part of the question here, though, is, and, and I'm going to push back a little against what you're saying here, the idea of regional transit is that everyone should be looking beyond what I'm getting out of it, what my community is getting out of it, and looking toward what makes sense for the region. And that's why we have lots of different representatives on that board. But if you give every uh, every individual a veto over plans to spend money or to raise money uh, or to, to uh, allocate services, we get back to that space where everybody is just thinking about what's in it for me. And aren't we trying with RTA to get beyond that? Well, Steve, here's your problem. Right here in Macomb County, you're going to get the same vote. If this was put on the ballot as it is today in Macomb County, it will get defeated. I use the example of Proposal 1. People look at that, and they're tired of the reality that uh, Act 51 makes Macomb County, Wayne County, uh, Oakland County, donor counties throughout the rest of the state. The northern part of the state will not change Act 51. Why? Because they're getting a lion's share of the funds that are collected, and most of it coming from southeast Michigan to fix their roads and solve their problems. And so we're paying for those roads as a result of Act 51 because we don't have the representation right now in Lansing to change that. But it's also that. But it's also that. But it's also that. People in Macomb County are going to go, hang on a second. You know, we just got through going through the Great Lakes Water Authority. We're paying $50 million a year for the privilege of leasing the system for the city of Detroit that we'll never own. We're paying right now in our rates before we even turn on the water faucet, before we flush a toilet, or even think about watering our grass. We're paying for the Highland Park debt. We're also paying because there's no consumption being taken by the city of Flint or Genesee County. So the people in Macomb County are saying, hang on, I don't know that that's fair. And what I'm trying to tell you is you put this on the ballot as it stands right now, and it's going to fail. So I'm trying to tell everybody that wants to listen, I want it to pass. But if you're going to put it on the ballot the way it stands, it's not going to. And if you do this, I want to caution you. I'm not telling you I don't want regional transit. I do. But I'm not going to be able to convince the public here. The governor of the state of Michigan before the Flint crisis couldn't convince the public to support Proposal 1. It was the worst proposal in the history of proposals being offered to the public in its defeat. 81% of the people said no. So we need to learn a lesson from that. And what I'm trying to tell people I agree with regional transit. I understand that sometimes there's going to be a little bit more give than there is take. But the reality is it can't be a continuous take. There's got to be a, an ability for me to sit on that board to have that decision to say, you know what, I get it. That makes sense. Give them that. But you know what, satisfy our needs here in Macomb County. This is what we're going to get out of it as well. And if I can't do that, I'm not going to be able to convince the public here in Macomb County to support the plan as it is without that voice moving forward. Yeah, This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Mark Hackle, the Macomb County Executive. We are talking about Thursday's critical vote at the Regional Transit Authority uh, to vote up or down on its master plan to improve public transportation here in Metro Detroit. Uh, Hackle and Oakland County Executive Al Brooks-Patterson have raised some objections to uh, the structure of the Regional Transit Authority going forward. Forward. Uh, Mark, let me ask you about how, how you would change uh, this vote structure. Is that something that the RTA board can do itself? Do we need a legislative change again? 
Well, and, and there's very smart people right now that are uh, uh, smarter than I that are working this out and uh, trying to make that determination, and I'm certain that they will be able to. So, again, I think uh, many of the people that are sitting on their board realize that uh, that is important. It does make sense. And that it should be a fair way of dealing with it. Uh, you know, not both people have to vote for it uh, that are, you know, I guess, representatives of, uh, of the counties. Uh, just uh, one of them uh, has to uh, Essentially uh, giving, giving each county the ability to veto... Uh, plans or, or or taxes based on their assessment of what their county might get out of the... Yeah, and, and basically what you're going to get is not so much going to be a veto, because somebody's going to, they're going to ask around the room, they're going to start talking about this. It's what we do with COBOL. The interesting thing is around COBOL, you haven't had to heard about somebody saying, we're going to veto that measure. Sure. What they do is they sit around the table and say, no, I can't support that as it is. Let's, let's figure this out. Let's do that. And so what happens is they come to a consensus and they come to an agreement and it moves forward. So nobody's ever had to use the veto because everybody realizes that they have that veto, so it forces the dialogue into a direction that's fair for everyone within the entire region. And so you're not going to have that fight. I, I guarantee, as I listen to this and people say, oh, you're going to get you on a veto, that's not how it works in these meetings and the dialogue that takes place. It's a realization that you do have that ability, so now we're forced to have the discussion to be fair with everyone. Yeah. That's all we're asking for. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I don't understand why you wouldn't. It's, it's a fairness issue, and one that I think helps continue to solve regional problems. And I'm willing, once again, to support this and uh, allow for the opportunity for it to get on the ballot for the people to decide the minute I realize there's going to be that fairness and equity in the voting process, especially about the funds. Look so, what's going on with, uh, look, look what's happening in Cleveland right now with the RTA. Right, I mean, right. I mean, it, 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 when, it, when they push that plan forward right now, the ratepayers are upset. I mean, the, the riders, they're upset because they're paying more and they're cutting services now. That was never promised into the future. You know, this was supposed to be a sustainable model, and that's what I want to see here. Yeah. So, 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 so let me ask you this question, Mark, and this is a, a bigger context question, I guess. We have struggled for 40 years in this region to come up with a way to have a better regional transit system, which we don't have. I mean, it, we're the laughingstock uh, of urban areas when it comes to transit. If, and we've tried many, 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 many times to get beyond where we are. This is the closest we've come in, I don't know, 10, 12, maybe 15 years to really taking a huge step forward in, in the way we think about these things and fund them and work together. Don't you think that's more important than this concern that you have? Why is it not, why is it not that... We, we have this tremendous opportunity to move forward, and yeah, not everybody's happy with every part of it, but the bigger concern is getting us out of the dark ages when it comes to transit. Okay, Steve, let me, let me respond to that, okay? What I just got through saying is, this moves forward as it is, it will fail, okay? I saw that we're proposal one. I didn't get involved in trying to talk negative about it because I, needed, I, I realized we needed the road funding, yet I, also, I realized it was an awful proposal. The governor was invited to Macomb County many a time to have a discussion about it, dialogue, and I'm telling you, the people were glazed over as he kept trying to tell them, we need to support this, we need to pass this thing, and it failed. What I'm telling you, Steve, is it goes forward the way it is, it will you fail. You feel so like Macomb County voters will vote against you're telling me it. now, Steve, Mark, step aside, we're so close, put it on the ballot, and I'm telling you, Steve, it's going to fail. And if it does, we've got a worse situation moving forward than if they take the time right now to solve a glaring problem and that's the voting rights of each county to have a say in the incredible amount of money that we're going to be using moving forward to pay for regional solutions to this regional problem. 
So if you're telling me right now, Mark, forego that for the sake of getting closer to what we really need in this region, even though you know, Mark, that it's going to fail in Macomb County, don't worry about that because we're so vitally close, as opposed to saying, hang on a second, we've got time right now to fix this problem. And if you're going to be able to come forward and help fix this problem, which I'm certain you're going to be able to, then we can put it on the ballot, and there's a better chance that it will pass here in Macomb County. I don't agree with you. I think that makes more sense to take that time to get it right, to put it on the ballot so that hopefully people support it here in Macomb County than to just say, forego that, and let's just take that chance because we're so darn close. Because it, Steve, I'm telling you, I listen to the people in Macomb County, and I hear people in, 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 in Oakland County as well. Right. And they're not satisfied with this plan. And, and if I'm not satisfied with it, I guarantee you it's not going to pass. And, and we should be clear. So we should be clear that this, this vote, when you say that voice moving forward with this, we should be clear that when you for regional transit. Yeah, we should be clear when you say we have time. It is in November that uh, that this would come up. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. And so when people say time, I, I, I find it interesting. You know, which, what forces us to come up with this time constraint that, you know, last Thursday we had a vote on this, otherwise, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling down. It's because people that are trying to force this decision without their understanding the problems it's going to cause moving forward. Well, I think they want right. to I think they want to have a plan that they can be selling. Forward. And people that say, but you know what, Mark, we're not going to be able to come up with the funding for this. Those are all excuses. These are all excuses as to why we can't take the time to get it right. And that's unfortunate because I think, unfortunately, you got a lot of political personalities that like to force that issue, to give an impression somebody isn't being regional or they're not being supportive because they've got their own hidden agenda. And so they're trying to force complaints from others that are special interests in this to say, go get a hold of Hackle, call him because he's not being regional. He's not supporting this. Tell him to vote yes on this. And my thought is, you know what? I can handle all those criticisms, those complaints, because I understand the important issue here. It's getting it passed. That's right. the important issue. Right. And unfortunately for those that don't understand it, I'm out in the public. I deal with the community. I don't see this passing in Macomb County the way it is. Yeah. And I try to give them an understanding. You better listen to what I'm telling you, because if you don't, now all those efforts and that push and that drive to make this happen are going to fall, are going to fall short, and we're going to have a bigger problem than if we have spent the time to try to get it done right and put it before the voters. voters okay. Are, Mark, are Hackle, Mark Hackle, Macomb County Executive, thank you for being with us here on Detroit Today. Thank you, Steve. Okay, and joining me now to talk about the big vote tomorrow for the Regional Transit Authority is Michael Ford, who is the CEO of the RTA. Michael, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you heard what the county executive there said, uh, casting some real doubt on the structure, the vote structure going forward, doubting whether Macomb County voters would embrace uh, the master plan, as long as that structure uh, is going to be the the way things are decided, what's your what's your two minute answer to to what Mark Hackle is saying there in terms of his criticism? Well, we've been very sensitive to uh, many of the uh, questions that have come up recently. Um, we are working diligently uh, with Macomb County representatives to address uh, issues uh, that affect the whole region as well as Oakland County and the other uh, partners in Wayne, Washtenaw uh, City. So, um, you know, we believe that we have a strong plan. Uh, we believe that we are doing our best to listen to the uh, concerns and have proposed some um, ways to address those concerns right now. Those are going through some sen sensitive discussions right now, so I won't get into that level. But we recognize that we have a plan that people want to be able to let the voters decide 
and uh, some of these other issues, um, from my perspective, um, I think we can work through them, and we need to work through them because we have a vote tomorrow, yeah. and we need to be able to get this on the ballot so people can at least make a decision uh, whether this is something they want to see or not. But um, that's why the critical uh, timeline. And I'll just also say we've been very transparent. We've been continuing to communicate the plan, uh, the process, the structures, and everything else. So um, we're doing everything we can. Uh, we are regional, so we want to think regionally, and we want to ensure that we are cooperating. One of our goals is to make sure that we're working together. This plan doesn't work or survive without uh, a really you know, connected way in which we work together. That means that the providers, we rely on their baseline services to operate, and we build on top of that, plus add additional services to make the service more effective and more efficient. So um, I think right now we're working our best to try to make sure we can answer all the questions and concerns that Mark and maybe others are, are raising at, at this particular time so we can move this thing forward. We're very serious about this. And as was mentioned, this is our opportunity. We need to get this done now. Yeah. Uh, talk about the difference in structure that the Mark Hackle was talking about there. He, <coughs> he wants to be able essentially to have a, the, the same structure that they have for the Cobo Regional Authority where if any anyone from from any of the various counties says no they, then it's no you have to have uh, that, that sort of consensus uh, approach uh, is that possible under our, the legislation that we have for RTA and is that preferable well I'll just say that we're working through those issues um, there is legislation that speaks to the structure and how things need to move forward um, and we're trying to you know balance that with what we can and can't do but um, I'm just going to uh, say that we're working through that right now, and uh, we're serious about trying to get this done. Yeah. Okay, let's take a couple calls here. Uh, Regina in Oak Park, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure. Um, I just had a question or a comment, really, in regards to um, what was said earlier by Mark Hackle um, about the vote and his main concern being that it passes. The reality is that if the RTA does not vote to put it on the ballot within the next few weeks. We are not going to have it on the ballot for at least two years. For another two years, right. You're, yeah, you're so, absolutely right, Regina. So either way, we're not going to have an opportunity for at least two years to have a real regional transit system in our region. And so why not just let the voters decide? Because we're going to be in the same position either way. Right, right. I, uh, Regina, I'm I'm absolutely in the same space that you are. I'm 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 surprised and not surprised by the opposition that's coming from the suburbs. I mean, I think there's something else going on here in terms of what their opposition or what their objections really are. But you're absolutely right. Uh, why not let voters make that decision rather uh, than the leaders themselves? Thanks very much for that call, Joanne in Detroit. Uh, you're up next on Detroit Today. Oh, yes. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Uh -huh. um, I was uh, young when it happened, but I, I, I was kind of getting flashbacks of what, of wasn't it, didn't it happen in the 70s that the count, three county executives couldn't agree on a system and we lost a $600 million federal grant to build a system? And I do believe that uh, County Executive Markle is, you know, raising some issues about 
getting it getting it right, but I do think it's crucial we vote on it. But I mean, can they just keep on working and 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 get along? And and the other thing is, <laughs> can we all get along? A lot of Joanne, people I agree. They're transparent, and it's not really the case. And that seemed to be a concern that he was raising. But can we just like work it out and build a system for everybody? Yeah. Thanks uh, very much for that point, Joanne. I I agree with you as well, uh, Michael Ford. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half left. What what is the what is the the, the likelihood I guess to, of of this vote um, uh, happening uh, tomorrow in the way that we need to do? And what's the consequence if we don't do it? Is it is it really dead if we don't get this vote done uh, tomorrow? Yeah, time is ticking. Uh, we need to get this done. We are, as I said, addressing the concerns that have been raised. But as uh, one of the callers mentioned, uh, we only have a a window of time. Ballot language needs to be submitted no later than August 16th. Uh, so we need to get this moving. So it is a critical meeting tomorrow. Uh, we need an affirmative vote uh, so it can get on the ballot. And then when you get on the ballot, it still needs to be voted on. So um, we're not out of the woods here yet, but it would be a travesty, in my opinion, to not even be able to have the to opportunity not even give voters the chance, the chance to. to uh, they've given us a lot of input over the last year and a half. Um, this plan, I really think, uh, starts to address many of the issues, many of different service buckets that we have available that will really help get people to jobs, to good education, uh, and just transform our community in ways that we haven't seen before, yeah. uh, helping seniors and people with disabilities. So um, by not even having an opportunity to get it on the ballot doesn't give anybody an opportunity to, to vote. To say. All right, Michael Ford, uh, CEO of the RTA, thanks for being here on Detroit Today. All right, something new is coming to WDET, but we are keeping it a secret until high noon today. You're not going to want to miss what your favorite radio station is doing to make your workday a little more fun. So set a reminder to tune in at noon or stream us live at WDET.org. That's it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET Detroit, Wayne State's public radio station. See you tomorrow.